Often when I'm conducting leadership, negotiation, or sales training, the subject of trust comes up. Trust is an essential element in achieving success in each of these disciplines. I love to ask groups to define it as soon as trust comes up. Most individuals respond with what comes close to the definition as we find it in the dictionary. A firm belief in reliability, ability, truth, or strength of something or someone. What's interesting is when I ask the second question, what are the components of trust? Individuals find that question more challenging. For if we understand the components of trust, we can build trust faster, quicker. That allows us to achieve things at a lower cost. Knowing the components of trust also allows us to measure trust. Understanding the elements of trust and how to measure trust puts us in a position to quickly establish trust, build trust, and to restore trust when necessary. And that's the purpose of this program, to give you a better understanding of trust and its significant components. Welcome to All Things Business. My name is Emil Everett. Many years ago, going back quite a few years ago, I had the opportunity of going to a training camp with the Buffalo Bills as a place kicker. And the individual that was in charge of the place kickers that year was Bill Polian. As many of you know, he was the mastermind behind four Buffalo Bills Super Bowl teams. He was also responsible for building the Indianapolis Colts Super Bowl team with Peyton Manning as quarterback. Unfortunately, I got off to a slow start at camp and was quickly released. Being born and raised in Buffalo, I was naturally a Bills fan. I stayed involved with the team through the Monday Quarterback Club. It was an organization founded by Mr. Wilson, the team's original owner, and a few local business owners. The group met for lunch after every home game and talked about football. At one of those luncheons, I had the opportunity to sit next to Bill. Yes, at first it was a little awkward, but we had a great conversation. I remember specifically asking him during that conversation, what do you look for in a player? To paraphrase his answer, it comes down to a player's skill and character. He mentioned that the level of competency in the NFL is extremely high, and there are only a few players on every team that performs at even a higher level. So when it comes, to, when it comes down to it, it's a player's attitude. It's their character that counts. His answers highlighted the key elements of trust. Think about it. He was looking for players he could trust. So let's break down the elements of trust. If we look at it as a formula, it would be skills, hard and soft skills, plus attitude, character, equals trust. Simplified, skills plus character equals trust. Let's look at skills first. When we look at skills, there are two significant components, competency and consistency. Competency is the ability to get something done and to what level. And consistency as to their ability to do it repetitively at a consistent level of standard. The masters of competency and consistency possess additional elements that make them the very best. These are the grandmasters of chess. These are the goats we see in the sports world. These are our top performers at work. Not only are they able to achieve high levels of competency and consistency, but they also have a deeper comprehension of the skill required and the ability to adapt in any situation. An excellent read on the subject is Peak, Secrets from the New Science of Expertise by Erickson and Poole. It talks about mental representations where individuals can mentally conceive every situation, know every likely outcome, and adapt appropriately. The key to success is through perfect practice. Not 10,000 hours of practice, but intentional practice. A classic example comes from last year's Super Bowl. During a lengthy timeout, Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs reflected on a successful pass play from earlier in the season. 
having practiced the play countless times, he felt the situation was right to rerun it against the San Francisco 49ers. He knew the situation, third and long, and saw similar, similar similarities to the same situation earlier in the season. He knew the personnel he had on the field, the personnel the 49ers had on the field. He knew the tendencies of the 49ers and recognized the opportunity. The play's success was a game changer and became the turning point in the Chiefs' victory. Who is it in your organization with the uncanny ability to get things done consistently, even in the toughest environments? The second part of the trust equation is even more critical, as mentioned by Bill Polian, and that goes to a person's character, or as I like to say, attitude. An attitude is a reflection of a relationship's current state. It's how individuals feel positively or negatively about you as a leader, negotiator, or salesperson. The attitude about you is primarily based on four elements. The four elements are motive, values, credibility, and respect. Is your heart in the right place? Are you in it for the team or for yourself? These are questions often raised when individuals question your motives. If they are not clearly stated, misunderstood, or not aligned with your team, distrust will arise. Second, values. Values are our operating system as to how we go about accomplishing goals. Individuals are continually evaluating our values based on how we act, our behaviors. They're observing to see if our values match their values. Ethics comes into play here, too. Are you working appropriately and acting ethically to the standards of the team, client, or opposing party? Credibility. Credibility is the belief of others in you. A loss of credibility will raise suspicion. Who else says you're good at what you do or how you interact with others as a leader, negotiator, or salesperson? Respect. Respect is a deep admiration elicited by your abilities, qualities, or achievements. It also means due regard for feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. Do others have respect for who you are? One interesting note, cultures from around the world will place different levels of importance on the four elements. In some parts of the world, values are more important than credibility, and vice versa in other parts of the world. To establish, build, or restore trust, we need to understand the current level of trust others have in us. By analyzing the elements of trust, we can take intentional and strategic actions. These actions taken by us or with others' assistance will improve any level of trust quickly and effectively. Likewise, we can use these elements of trust to help others. For example, by observing and understanding trust elements in others, we can assist them through coaching and feedback. Now, I generally don't bring up sports a lot in my programs out of respect for those who don't follow sports or sports precisely like American football. What's great about the world of professional athletics is that you can find great examples relevant to the topics of leadership, negotiations, and sales. We could use the world of politics, but we know that wouldn't go over well. But a recent event highlights everything we talked about today. The signing of Antonio Brown. The trials and tribulations of Antonio Brown. He is an amazing receiver with skill sets off the chart. What's been questioned is his character. To what extent? If you look at his original contract with the Raiders years ago, 
he had tens of millions of dollars with lots of guarantees. He just recently signed with Tampa Bay, and all he could get was a standard NFL contract with the minimums and incentives tied into it. That's how important character is. Now compare that to the Hall of Famer Jerry Rice, one of the greats of all time. No one has ever questioned his character, his mindset, or his attitude. Before we end this podcast, think about your relationships and what you're specifically going to do to establish, build, or restore trust as a leader, negotiator, or sales professional. Now that we've broken down the elements of trust, we can start to measure trust. Which elements do you need to focus in on? And what actions will you take? If you're looking for assistance, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We can assist you with specific steps that you can implement immediately as a leader, negotiator, or sales professional to establish, build, or repair trust, doing it efficiently and effectively. In upcoming episodes, we're going to be focusing on negotiations and a host of other topics. We've got a lot coming at you in the next several months. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss an upcoming episode, we encourage you to subscribe. Please let your friends and colleagues at work know about our podcast. As I like to say, just imagine the impact on your team if everyone listened and implemented what we talked about today. Finally, don't hesitate once again to reach out to us to see how we can help you and your team achieve more with leadership, sales, and negotiation skills. Until our next episode, we wish you nothing but the best. Be safe and be well.